going to turn things over to the garden guru, Mr. Mark Weber, to kick off the first full hour of Garden Talk on this Saturday morning. Good morning. Are you prepared? I'm prepared. <laughs> what are you prepared for? <laughs> I'm prepared. Honestly, I'm prepared for the news. Okay. <laughs> I, I know there's a lot of people, though, are prepared and ready, at least in their mind. They're prepared for spring to begin. And uh, we're prepared to help you at 457-1290 as we begin the first full hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Saturday morning, everybody, and welcome to the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have been hosting this legendary broadcast now for 28-plus years, and we're here to help you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That will go right into the Master Control Studios, where our executive producer extraordinaire is prepared and ready She's prepared, too, by the way, to take your calls today at uh, 457-1290. We're going to be talking about a litany of different important topics, everything from uh, crabgrass control um, today to we're going to be talking about uh, um, dormant oil applications. We're going to be talking about pruning. We're going to talk about planting. Um, We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, and today's show is all about you, as it always is, and uh, we want to hear your voices today at 457-1290. No matter whatever your question may be, we have um, the ability to assist you and help you with whatever is going on in your gardening world, and I, and I mean that with the greatest uh, degree of respect to you, the listener, because I think what we do here on Garden Talk is so unique. And so fun at the same time. So if you would, you know, have a question, be it about your lawn or your landscape or whatever your question may be, we have an open line for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio. And uh, We'll be more than happy to take that question and to help you with whatever that question may be. And, and the reason that, that we can help you um, with that question is, is because as the host of this show, um, I have been involved in the greens industry for a long time. I've got 20, I think it's over 40 plus years of combined experience working in the greens industry with all kinds of different plant challenges and, uh, and, and I'm here to help you today, no matter what that help may be. Um, and if you've got a question about the landscape or you've got a question about the lawn or you've got a question about a certain part of your yard about what you're going to do, um, I'm here to help you. Um, I'm also here to tell you, too, that uh, you're going to get really good advice here on Garden Talk. Um, what we do here is so unique in so many, in so many different ways But let's begin with how it really works. Um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. I'm designated as a board-certified master arborist. I'm also a certified professional horticulturalist. And I'm not going to bore you with all the other stuff, but I've been in business with my own personal business um, since 1997. Um, And quite proud of that, by the way. Um, so I have a lot of experience with challenges that you face here in your own yard, in your own backyard, your front yard, your side yard. So I'm here to help you. Um, and the cost of my help today till nine o'clock this morning is a big fat zero. (laughs) It doesn't cost you anything except your time 
um, to call 457-1290. Um, 457-1290. It's all it costs is that time to call. And when you call, um, we're going to help you. We're going to give you some guidance um, that you're not going to get too many other places either. Um, and I'm going to spend time, a lot of time today, educating and talking about how having plants in your yard really um, can help you be a happy person. Um, you know, in today's world, there's so much grief on so many different levels. And when you watch the evening news, you see this, all this bad stuff everywhere. And, and you know, you, you, you can't get past the fact that sometimes um, you just kind of think the whole world's that way. Well, in the garden, it's not. And the garden can become a really great um, place to escape whatever you know, going on in your life and whatever is going on in your world. And, and, and I'd love to talk to you today about helping your world get a little bit better. Yeah. Um, we're not going to get into politics today. We're just going to talk about gardening and we're going to talk about plants and all the good things they do for us. And uh, most importantly, we're going to take your calls at 457-1290. We're going to have a really great, great, great day today. And uh, we're going to have a lot of super discussions, a lot of stuff that's uh, going to be very unique in, of itself. Um, and I'm going to encourage you to call. I want as many calls as we can get today because I think what makes Garden Talk to me so special and so unique is this interaction that happens between you and me. And that interaction is a very neat part about what talk radio does and what talk radio can do. And um, I think uh, we need your help today to make this a good show. Um, I'll do my part. I promise you that. <laughs> I promise you that I will do my part um, is as well. 457-1290. And without further ado, I can't. See anybody's names on the call screen, so I guess we're not connected into the server. <laughs> That's all right. Let me do this. Let me take a quick break. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Uh, we'll try to get this thing fixed, and then we'll be right back on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Wild birds unlimited. Valentine's Day has come and gone, but romance is still in the air. For the birds, that is. Nesting season has begun, and most birds will have two to three broods between now and the end of July. You can help Mama Bird and her babies by offering nesting boxes and foods that are not only rich in protein, but in calcium as well to strengthen eggshells and those newly forming bones. Stop in and learn more about helping nesting birds this spring at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC-registered investment advisor. Come celebrate the arts at Wright State University's 20th Annual Arts Gala. Proceeds from the April 13th event support scholarships for Wright State's fine and performing arts students. Held in the state-of-the-art Creative Arts Center, Arts Gala will feature entertainment in art, music, theater, dance, and film, plus themed dining rooms, bourbon tastings, a stunning silent auction, and more. Get your tickets and help support the arts by visiting wright.edu slash artsgala or calling 937-775-2230. There is a family without peace. Silence. Take heart. There is a path that leads to peace. And it starts with Oak Tree Corner, a non-for-profit organization here to serve children who are dealing with the loss of someone important. A free support home with dinner and trained leaders leading every meeting. 
Call Oak Tree Corner now, 937-285-0199. Life has its ups and downs. When you experience a setback due to injury, illness, or surgery, Fast Track Rehab at Trinity and Patriot Ridge Communities puts you on a quick path to recovery. We have spacious private suites, nutritious meals, and experienced care teams who help you build your strength and get back to doing what you love quickly. Call Trinity or Patriot Ridge today at 937-317-0935 to reserve your inpatient rehab stay. Buckeye Harley-Davidson invites you to come out today and celebrate their 8th anniversary. From 1 to 4 p.m., enjoy pizza, cake, and refreshments while they last. Buckeye Harley-Davidson thanks you for 8 wonderful years. BuckeyeHD.com what is WHIO Triple Team Traffic? We're monitoring local road sensors and dozens of webcams with live reports from the road. Triple Team Traffic every six minutes on your way to work on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, everybody. It is, what time is it? It's 617. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Areas of patchy fog developing this morning with a low temperature starting off at 28 degrees. We're staying cloudy out there today and a chance for rain arriving in the late afternoon. And that will last into the evening hours as well. Possibly a rumble of thunder as we go towards the overnight hours. Temperatures today picking up to 56 degrees for the high. Overnight tonight, scattered showers with a chance for a rumble of thunder and gusty winds. Low temperature dropping to 40 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, clear right now. We're resting at 32 degrees up at the airport, 33 in Springboro, 31 in Wilmington. On the station that uh, you can depend on for weather, traffic and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. And uh, let's head right to the telephone lines because that's the real purpose that we're here today. Let's go talk to Marie and uh, she has got a question about her birch tree. Good morning, Marie. Happy spring to you. Marie, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear Good you. Good morning. I hear you wonderfully. Go ahead. How can I help you today? I planted 15 birch trees last year. And how do you keep the boar insects from um, um, destroying them? Well, first we plant insect-resistant birch trees. Uh, what you're referring to, I believe, is the bronze birch borer. And what we typically do there, ma'am, is we, we select and choose a variety of birch that's resistant against bronze birch borer. Which, which birch did you plant? The, oh gosh, the Eshire. Yeah, what, what was the name again? They're not resistant, from what I understand. I found that out after I purchased them. Okay. Well, this is the problem, ma'am. Um, that, that in, unless that plant, uh, there's two things to think about this. First of all, um, insect resistance comes in a certain types of pests, like bronze birch borer, is, comes with the resistance within the plant, Okay. I'll give you an example. Uh, river birch, which is uh, a native to this part of the world, is resistant against bronze birch borer. Okay? True. True. So what I would be suggesting would be to plant that. Um, there are other types of birches, like gray birch, that's also resistant against bronze birch borer. Um, so my suggestion is long-term, is probably to eliminate the trees you planted and maybe plant some resistant varieties because the expense that you're going to bear with insecticide costs and more so with the risk of uh, hurting other animals in the environment will be quite high. So I think it would probably be a more prudent choice for you to plant uh, for, uh, insect resistant varieties than try to maintain or control something that's going to be really hard to control. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's, yeah. and, 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 and it's, I understand that's, 
I'm sorry that this has happened to you, but I think it's it's important that we use this for everybody else to learn that when we are selecting and choosing plants, um, it's really important to make sure that we're selecting and choosing species that will work in our area versus not using varieties that won't work in our area. <laughs> yeah, if, if that makes sense. And you know, it's not it's not your fault either. And I and I'll tell you. Um, a quick story. Um, when I when I started working in the, in the industry, uh, I was raised up in Northwest Ohio, and um, I remember um, riding around the truck with my boss. And about every third yard, every fourth yard, had paper white birches planted in the yards. Okay, and uh, they were all dying. And I asked my boss what was wrong with them. And my boss says, well, they got the boar. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, what do we got to do? Oh, we got to treat it because that's the only way to get rid of the boar is to treat it, okay? And so I said, okay, okay, okay. So then I went off to college, and the next thing I learned is, is about this, this difference between resistance in, in birch trees regarding their ability to handle bronze birch borer. Well, incident, incidentally, the birch that was planted so much back in the late 1960s and 70s was actually touted to be boar-resistant. Boar well, guess uh, what? Guess what? It wasn't. And, uh, and this is why. And let me explain why. Um, there are a number of native birches uh, in, in the United States. Some are resistant. Some are not. And then there's a number of birches that are can be found in Asia. Well, over time, people have been crossing the native birch with the Asian birch multiple different times to try to find this super birch that could be able to handle against the against the boar. Okay. Well, not many of those crosses have been very fruitful <laughs> in that in that uh, result and. The level of resistance of the bo of of the boar a lot of times is directly related to um, the amount of plant stress the plant undergoes. Okay, so okay. In, in other words, the more stress a plant's under, the more likelihood it's going to be attacked by a boar. Okay. And so the kind of the take-home message is is plant resistant varieties take good care of your trees with proper watering, fertility, and site selection. And in the end, you're going to probably have a tree that's probably more likely than not to be successful, but one that will probably not have any issues with boars. Okay? So most, the vast majority of boars, unless they're not a native, unnative boar like the, bronze, like the emerald ash boar, the vast majority of all boars are, are what we call the undertakers of the plant world. They attack plants that are incredibly sick, or in decline. They don't pick them out just because they're they're there. They pick them out because the plant is in some form of peril. Okay? Does that help okay. you? Does that yes. help? I hope I didn't bore yes. you too much, but but that's okay. I just wanted to make sure you understood that. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. Have a good day, okay? okay? Uh huh. Bye. Bye. 457-1290. A couple programming notes um, with today's uh, broadcast. We are going to go uh, in the garden here at about 6.30 or so, a little bit after 6.30. And we're going to talk about a plant called lesser celdine that you will most likely see in the next days and weeks ahead. Beautiful yellow flower, but a really invasive plant. Um, we're going to talk about that and how to manage and control it, how to identify it. Also coming up at around 6.45, um, we're going to talk about lemons. And you'll be surprised how many different types of lemons there are. And uh, that uh, lemons are actually designed. They are a great fruit to be stored. And uh, uh, we're going to talk about lemons. In fact, I, I've got a lemon tree actually in my house. <laughs> uh, it's a fun plant on many different levels. Plus, we'd love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio. We're more than happy to help you as well. And also, um, we've hit about the time when it's about perfect season for lifting and transplanting and moving things. And uh, we're going to be talking about that a lot today as well. And uh, one of the plants that uh, I will tell you that uh, are perennials. Um, 
these next few weeks are pretty critical weeks. And the way the temperature is beginning to rise, um, according to the forecast that I've looked at this morning, um, we're going to be in ideal transplanting weather. And it's important to realize that uh, you can move a lot of perennials this time of year, and they never will think that they've ever been moved. Um, but once they've begun to grow leaves, it can be a bit of a, a major challenge to keep them alive. And so in some time at, at some portion of today's program, we're going to be talking about um, that fact that uh, we're going to be uh, uh, how to transplant, how to be successful, um, how big to dig the root ball when moving it. And also we'll be talking about a number of other topics as well. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of the program. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about what I do in my business, you can go to www.weberlandscaping.com. That's weberlandscaping.com. And, of course, my last name is spelt with two Bs. Um, tonight, this time of year also, is an ideal time of the year to be pruning fruit trees, particularly apple trees. Um and if you've got a question about how to prune a fruit tree, um, we would love to, to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That will put you in the master control studios of WHIO Radio. We'll be more than happy to assist you with whatever that pruning question may be. <clears throat> and also, we're going to talk today also about soil testing and the importance of uh um, selecting and choosing um, important uh, um, cultivars of plants to add into the landscape as well. So all of that and so much more. We're going to come up on the news break here in just about 20 or 30 seconds. But I also want to encourage you to give us a call today because what we want to do is help you. And uh, we'll have a lot of fun along the way. Also today, we're going to do a What Plant I Am and we are also going to talk to Rich Pearson at some point today and also Mr. Randy Tisher and John Scott from Knollwood about their different topics and uh, lots of timely advice as well. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls at 457-1290 and go into the garden on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. Going to see some storm-like activity work its way back into the Miami Valley this weekend, but fortunately, that's not winter storm activity. Spring-like weather in the forecast and rain is on the way. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear out there at this hour. We're not seeing any major accidents or any construction for that matter that's going to slow you down on the major freeways throughout the Dayton area. And it is our top story. The rainy conditions going to be with us this afternoon and later into the evening, and that means you should prepare for winds to pick up as well. After plenty of rain later today, the winds are going to steadily pick up into Sunday gusts as high as 40 miles per hour. Anything left in the yard, the garbage can, or furniture that will likely be flown around with the wind. Meteorologist Jesse Mag has the exclusive WHIO forecast, giving us a look at the next 24 hours in just minutes. Well, now to Xenia, where two kids are expected to be okay after suffering from hypothermia. Cops say the teen boy and teen girl fell through the ice on a pond off of Massey Drive and were in about waist-deep water for 15 to 20 minutes. It's kind of like a cascade of, of the ice. Once you start an area, it starts to collapse and it just continues to collapse with each step. Lieutenant Beagle says because the water temperature might be freezing, it doesn't mean it's frozen solid. That's WHIO's Monica Castro reporting. While updating a story we're following, a teenager learns his fate in connection with the 2017 crash that killed two other teens. Trey Blevins is sentenced to five years community control after pleading guilty to two first-degree misdemeanors. The parents of victims David Wagg and Connor Williams told the judge they forgive Blevins and their sons would not have wanted him to go to jail. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. Prosecutors say that Blevins was under the influence when the car he was driving struck a tree off Wilkerson Road on November of 2017. 
Well, a group named Black Lives Matter Dayton is turned away from holding an event at the Levitt Pavilion at the same time a KKK-affiliated group will rally at Courthouse Square. The group, which is not affiliated with Black Lives Matter Miami Valley, set up a launch event on their Facebook page for May 25th at the same time as the Klan group's rally, but Levitt Pavilion decided not to allow them to use the facility after discussions with city leaders and Dayton PD. WHIO's Dave Daniels reporting the issue, according to Pavilion Director Lisa Wagner, is that there is already enough concern about the safety in connection with the Klan group's rally, which happened just blocks away. Well, let's get a look at the exclusive WHIO forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. Areas of patchy fog developing this morning with a low temperature starting off at 28 degrees. We're staying cloudy out there today and a chance for rain arriving in the late afternoon. And that will last into the evening hours as well. Possibly a rumble of thunder as we go towards the overnight hours. Temperatures today picking up to 56 degrees for the high overnight tonight. Scattered showers with a chance for a rumble of thunder and gusty winds. Low temperature dropping to 40 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley this morning. 28 degrees in Troy, 30 degrees in Springfield, 32 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. If you have a pension, listen in. Mike Martinez and his team at The Pension Group have been helping people with their pension decisions for more than two decades. Much of their knowledge is now available to you in Mike's new book, Retire from Honda Financially Free. Mike covers the biggest pension issues facing you as an associate, including how to take your pension, what's best for you, the lump sum or the monthly payment. We've seen segmented rates go up. Unfortunately, that can bring your retirement down, with some people losing 40, 60, or hundreds of thousands thousands of dollars of their hard-earned money. With changing rates, timing is everything. When should you step away from the workforce? Mike touches on all these issues and more in his new book, Retire from Honda Financially Free. Receive your complimentary copy when you set a visit with Mike or purchase online at retirefromhonda.com. Make the best pension choice for you. Retirefromhonda.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Michael Martinez nor the Pension Group has any affiliation with any company and or with American Honda Motor Company or its affiliates. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. You know, I'm not a tech-savvy person. I don't know how MyPillow works. I only know that it does. And it did that very first night for me over three years ago. I fell asleep right away, and it was a deeper sleep than I had ever experienced, so much so when the alarm went off in the morning, I was startled. And it's been like that ever since. I'm sleeping great, and I know that you can too with my pillow. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the four-pack special. Use the promo code WHIO. You'll get two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows for half off and free shipping. If you'd prefer to call, you can do that, 1-800-320-1481. Ask for that same four-pack special. Use the promo code WHIO. And again, you get two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere pillows, half off, and free shipping. And best of all, you've got nothing to lose because every MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. I know you'll love MyPillow. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. There's a plant that uh, will start to show up here very shortly, and it's probably got its green leaves already above ground, and it's getting ready to bloom. And probably in the next few uh, weeks or so, as soon as the sun begins to shine and the temperatures begin to rise, um, particularly in areas along waterways and along the Great Miami River and locations as well as the Little Miami River, You'll see this plant begin to bloom, and it's called lesser celdine, and uh, the and lesser is L-E-S-S-E-R, and celdine is C-E-L-A-N-D-I-N-E, and it's also known as the fig buttercup. Um, it's a perennial. It's a herbaceous plant that... Um, unfortunately, is displacing lots and lots and lots of native plants. Um, 
You can find it in Europe, but it was brought to Europe and brought to the United States as an ornamental plant, but it has gone wild, and particularly in wetter areas and along in forested areas, and it creates this incredibly dense mat. The problem is that lesser celdine is invasive, and invasive is an understatement. This stuff spreads like wildfire. Um, a lot of good studies have come out and have shown that applications of herbicide called glyphosate do a decent job, as well as um, another herbicide called scythe. Um, and more so, if you've got this plant in your yard, you best start to control it really soon. Because once it takes over, it really takes over. It makes it very difficult to control. If you'd like to learn more about Lesser Celdine, go to GardenTalkBlog.com. But most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you control it. Don't allow it to control you. You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, I would love to hear your voices today. 457-1290, there's an open line for you a little bit, and we're going to go into the garden kitchen and talk about lemons, and i got some really interesting stuff to share with you about lemons. You've, a lot of times you think all lemons were created equal. They are not created equal, and uh, they are unique all to themselves. Without further ado, up on the horticultural hotline, we're joined by your friend and mine, Mr. Richmond Pearson. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm glad this week is nearly over. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been, yeah. been a long week. I, 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 it was just a long week. Somebody I knew, have known for years and years and years, I found out passed away, and uh, it was just oh. uh, just a lousy week on so many fronts. But, but uh, the only good thing that was this week, Rich, was I celebrated my. 33rd year of being in marital bliss yesterday. So that was a a really nice thing. So, well, congratulations. Yeah. And you know, you're so close to it being a uh, an LT. What, what's what's an, and a third, you know? What's an LT? A long playing record. Come on now. Oh. <laughs> you're you're way old enough to remember that. I knew what your joke was. I wanted you to explain it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I'll, t- I'll, had, t- I'll uh, tell I'll tell her that tomorrow, tonight. I'll say you we're, we're like an LP. And she... <laughs> well, I had uh, I had the opportunity on a positive note for uh, some uh, someone from my past. Mm-hmm. I had the amazing opportunity to meet and then uh, once again and hear Brent Heath speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. He's uh, he was a significant early influence in my public horticulture career. So, cool. Yeah, it, was, it was good cool. to run into him again. Cool, cool, cool. So tell us about our floral futures. Well, you know, it's spring has just been hiding from us for these last couple of weeks, and and it was I just started to think about uh, some some more unusual or less used plants that would be just great in people's landscapes. Uh, you know, last week we talked about Cornus moss, which I, I'm mm-hmm. truly fascinated with. Um, and another one that is a native plant that I've grown more and more fond of over the years is the Carolina allspice mm-hmm. or eastern sweet shrub, um, Calicanthus floridus. I think this is a remarkable shrub and really needs more uh, more exposure, more planting in our landscapes around here, it, it does quite well in our soils. It will take full sun, part shade. It actually gets taller and and spreads wider if it's in a little bit of shade. Mm-hmm. And in the shade, the, the flower lasts a, a lot longer. Uh, I've seen this. I've seen it have flowers for six to eight weeks almost in the summertime, which is pretty unusual. Yeah, you know, and it's, uh, it's a plant, too. Calicanthus is one of those plants that... Um, 
it, it interesting part about it was that it was one of the plants that was that started the nursery business in Tennessee. Did you know this? I uh, did not. Yeah, it was um, when 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 that one palatial state was being built in in the Carolinas. Um, uh, and I can't think of the name right off the top of my head today. Um, but it was Biltmore. That would be Biltmore, probably. Yeah, when Biltmore was being built, there was a Biltmore. They needed plant material, big time. And the, the people at Biltmore had commissioned um, plants people to go into the woodlands of Appalachia and find rare and unusual plants to collect that they wanted them to uh, propagate and grow in, in the Tennessee nurseries. And from there, those would then be brought back to Biltmore. Well, Calicanthus, as we know it today, was one that uh, was highly sought after for Biltmore. <laughs> and so it became one of those things that um, um, became kind of a mainstay. And, and you'll find still to this day a lot of nurseries that grow Calicanthus in the south because it's a plant that's been recognized for an awful long time as being a good plant for the landscape. And unfortunately here in, in Ohio, I think we've never really realized its value because it's really winter, very, very winter hardy here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this thing about full sun versus shade, and, and it didn't occur to me until I actually planted it at the house we recently moved from. We had high shade from some very old oak trees there and it did quite well and it grew i think when we left there those plants were easily 10 feet tall mm-hmm. and we had had them um a cox in full sun along the uh the middle pond for years and those plants only got to be about three or four feet tall right but they in full sun now we did dig up and move those plants from the old house. Um, they're in the yard here now. Uh, sure, <laughs> they transplant pretty easily too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, something I didn't also I learned in the last few years also was there are some cultivars of this that are quite nice, and the two that I have, uh, one of them is Aphrodite, mm-hmm. which has kind of a a brighter red, larger, more robust flower, almost magnolia like. And the other one is called Venus, and it's uh, very similar to Aphrodite. The flowers are a little bit bigger, but have that same kind of thick-petaled, magnolia-like quality with white flowers. And the flowers have this really nice yellow and lavender highlighting in them. And both of them have a uh, a little bit different fragrance than the, the species type. And they're, they're just they're extraordinary. I just think everybody should run right out to their nurseries and get these and put them in their yard. Well, and 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 and, and let's, let's be really frank too, Rich. This is a group of plants that is extremely tough. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they just, they like stress. Um, they like shade. They like dry shade. Um, and these are plants that are built to last a really, 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 really long time. And I can tell you that I know for a fact in the case of like Virginiana, which is the native witch hazel, I know of a site that has some that have been around since like um, I think eighteen ninety five. The same plants, so you yeah. know, you know, over a hundred years old. So the point being is, these are really good selections for most landscapes. The only thing that you have to be really careful about is they don't like wet soils. It's never a good thing to put this group of plants into um, wet soils. Hmm. Now, you did just say witch hazels before, so did you uh, did you switch uh, switch plants on me? No, here? I was talking about witch hazels and wet soils. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because we're talking about allspice, and I yeah. found that allspice, the Carolina allspice, it will do pretty well with some uh, moist soil. I'm not saying wet, but it, you know. Yeah, no, no. I, I I concur completely with all this. I was on the witch hazel moment there. From sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I figured you're just trying to confuse me. And no, Mark's just Mark's just an ozone layer today, trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so 
yeah, it is spring is going to happen, and it is time to really you know start start planning. Let's let's look for some things that are a little more unusual, a little different, and um, plant things that our neighbors don't recognize. So they'll come over and say, "Oh my God, what is that?" Exactly, exactly. And you know, Rich, I'm also going to touch on this a little bit later this morning as well. Is about gardening is a great way um, to escape whatever challenges are happening in life today. Um, in other words, get outside and spend some time in your yard. I, I don't mean, I mean this to the greatest uh, um, extent to everybody out there, but more people need to spend more time outside. Oh yeah. Because, you know, if, if you want to even go into the um, fringe metaphysical part of it, just putting your hands in contact with, Dirt. With the mother, with Mother Earth, mm-hmm. it can it can just it's therapeutic. It's, very very it's an amazing therapeutic. balancing act. And there's yeah. actually there's actually um, studies have shown that if you work in the dirt, that you actually um, raise your um, um, your mental health dramatically just by touching in the dirt and putting your hands in the dirt. Um, and I think absolutely, it, yeah, I think it's a pretty powerful thing. Rich, as always, it's good to hear your voice. It's time to go into the garden kitchen and talk about a few lemons, and we're not talking about bad cars. But <laughs> <laughs> and I think you should be having having Peter, Paul, and Mary kind of rising up in the background as you do that, you know. Why? Oh, come on. I know you're old enough to remember that. I, I wasn't too. a Peter, Paul, and Mary fan. I'll be honest with you. I, that's that's <laughs> That it's was one classic group. folk rock from our soundtrack from our past. Now, come on. All right. Tell us a song. <laughs> tell us a song. Because I just, I never listened to Peter, Paul, and Mary. I, oh, Lemon Tree. You know, the, there's and the, the, the lyric, Lemon Tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet, but the fruit of the lemon, of the poor lemon, is impossible to eat. I missed that one. How can you not have heard that? It was, <laughs> it was, a, Mark, 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 Mark. Oh, I was listening to Bob Seger, The Eagles, Journey. Uh, that so predates all of that. Come I on. know. As for the problem, it does predate it, so I was past all of that by then. <laughs> all right, sir. Good to talk to you, okay? Take care. Well, likewise. And um, my condolences on the loss of your friend. I know yeah. that's always yeah. tough. Yeah, it was not very unexpected. But uh, you take care, okay? You do the same. You bet. Bye-bye. Let's go into the Garden Kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is the lemon. Everybody goes, now, why are we talking about lemons for well, the interesting thing about lemons is they're very diverse. Um, the true home of the lemon is not known. It's been linked to an area in northwestern India, but uh, supposedly it was introduced into Italy around 200 A.D. What's fascinating about the lemon is that um, um, it's been a major source of vitamin C throughout all of history. Um and it's unique in the standpoint that you can pick it and store it and keep it with you for a long period of time to provide many different sources. It can be made in the candy. It can be canned. It can be frozen. It can be dehydrated. It can be made into powder. You can make lemonade out of it. Um, but also what is cool about lemons is there are so many different types of lemons. In fact, um, the history of the lemon being brought in the United States started in the late 1950s when um, they brought in approximately 200 different selections and varieties of lemons that were grown um, with the intended purpose to make um, for processing for lemonade. Um and there are seedless varieties of lemon lemons. There are varieties of lemons that are variegated. There are varieties like if you've never had a Meyer lemon before, it's extremely fragrant and makes wonderful desserts. Um, the thing about lemons are is that they are unique. They have unique flavor. 
And more so, if you ever spend any time in the western United States, like in California, you'll actually find what a real ripe lemon tastes like, which is absolutely exquisite because the vast majority of lemons that we use here in our local groceries are actually been picked green. Um, but if you allow it to mature on the tree, the flavor is outstanding. Lemons will grow in, in a lot of different soil conditions, but they're very... Um, they even tolerate some of the most unfertile soils on the planet. Um, the other thing that's interesting about lemons are is that they typically have to be grown um, and propagated on top of a rootstock. And most importantly, they can yield for years on end. In fact, the typical lemon tree can last up to almost 60 to 70 years before it loses its, um, its ability to produce fruit. Um, and lastly, but not mostly, too, lemons also produce a very unique fine grain wood um, that's used to make um, chest um, parts and toys and small spoons and other articles. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is the lemon. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now, 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If you'd like to learn more about the lemon, you can go to In the Garden Kitchen at gardenplockblog.com and uh, read all about it because that blog post is right there for your use. And, uh, in fact, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, more Garden Talk will continue on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHI. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. With Lee's, homestyle can happen anywhere. Spring for a deal on a famous meal at Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken with our 10-piece breast strips family meal for only $19.99. Feed your family famously with 10 juicy, honey-dipped, hand-breaded breast strips, two large sides, and five fluffy biscuits. Get a sit-down meal made easy and bring home fresh, famous flavor the whole family will love with a 10-piece breast strips family meal for only $19.99. Only at Lee's. Famous for chicken. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC-registered investment advisor. This is Larry Hanskin. The new assisted living and memory care Beehive Homes of Springboro is now offering move-in specials. Call 937-350-1211 to schedule a tour. Appreciate the difference of a smaller, more personalized experience. Beehive Homes of Springboro, the next best place to home. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Keeping you and your family safe, we provide updates on any credible threats, scam alerts, and security at your child's school. We are watching out for you here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Areas of patchy fog developing this morning with a low temperature starting off at 28 degrees. We're staying cloudy out there today and a chance for rain arriving in the late afternoon. And that will last into the evening hours as well. Possibly a rumble of thunder as we go towards the overnight hours. Temperatures today picking up to 56 degrees for the high. Overnight tonight, scattered showers with a chance for a rumble of thunder and gusty winds. Low temperature dropping to 40 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler 7 radar shows overcast sky conditions. We've got winds out of the east, and it's about 32 degrees up by the airport. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be a part of Garden Talk. Let's head to the telephone lines. 
And uh, let's go help uh, Carrie, if we may. Carrie, good. Carrie, good morning. Welcome to Garden Talk. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. How can I help you? Yeah, we've lived in our house for about four years, and there's already been two established apple trees, and the growth is like out of control. What? What? I what's, need to know. I'm sorry, ma'am. What's? I saw. I got you moved in your house, and after that, I didn't get. What else you said about the trees? That's I'm sorry you broke up. Uh, we have two apple trees. Okay. And they're like small green apples, but they're really good to eat. And the trees are out of control. They need uh, how do we prune them? Okay, so you want you got some apple trees. You want to know how to prune them? Okay, kind of think of apple trees um, as. The a tree that's if you want it to grow fruit, you don't want it to be a shade tree. Okay, um, okay. where branches are exposed to sunlight, um, they produce um, flowers, and where they produce flowers, they produce fruit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So one of the big things that you want to get rid of right now, and it's right now is a really good time to do this, ma'am, is to prune your apple trees by removing any of what we call the water sprouts. And those are branches that grow straight up. Okay. In other words, if you can, if you can just do one single thing to your fruit trees, is remove the upright growth. By removing the upright upright growth, or what we call the sucker growth, you will increase your yields dramatically. That's all. If you want to do one thing and one thing only, that's it. Okay. Uh, and just keep in mind that fruit trees, particularly apple trees are incredibly susceptible to a disease called fire blight, which is a bacterial disease. So it's important that you sterilize your pruning equipment between a number of cuts or between trees. And a good product to use to do that is a household Lysol. Okay. Stuff, same stuff you squirt in your house when things smell bad. So does works well to kill fungus that wants to hurt your trees. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, and uh, and I would highly recommend that as well. So the first year, suckers, and then the second year, we'll start to work on some structure stuff, and that's where you might want to work with a qualified horticulturalist that maybe understands fruit tree pruning and maybe do a consultation with them to kind of guide you on where to make those next pruning cuts. But for this year, let's work on the upright sucker growth. And then once you got that under control, then next year we'll start to work on structure stuff. Okay? Okay. All righty. Does that help you? Yes, a lot. I'm glad. Carrie, have a good day and uh, good luck with your pruning today, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Folks, bye-bye. When, when we come back next hour of Garden Talk, we'll be probably talking to Mr. Jesse Mag. We'll be talking to Herb about his lawn and particularly core aeration. Talk to you at 457-1290. Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms joins us next hour as well. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from you today at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.